Well, hi, everybody. Thank you again for taking part in this webinar, um, which is a brief overview of the eBooks platform from InfoBase Learning with some hopefully helpful observations about the content and the um, methods of access for all of this material. I'm Louise Bloomfield. I'm InfoBase Learning's Director of Online Training. I just want to say a couple of things before we start. If you have any questions pertaining to your specific account or specific items of interest afterwards, you can feel free to email me and I will be very happy to relay the question on if I can't answer it myself directly. Um, you're also free to chat to me during this afternoon's webinar. I'll try to get to all the questions I um, pick up in that manner. And if not, again, we can be in touch after the fact. I'm going to start with just some general um, outline of what we're going to cover. And then we're going to look at most of this um, information from the live access of the ebooks, since I'm thinking that's what most of you are primarily interested in. But I did want to start by just giving a little basic background on the provenance, as it were, the sources of the content of InfoBase Learning's ebooks in their collections or um, the master subscription collection, as it may be. Um, you see on the screen here the um, main imprints from which these ebooks have been um, compiled facts on files publishing program of reference books at the um, school and academic level and for public libraries the Chelsea House noted series of Chelsea House content also Ferguson occupational vocational publisher and finally the Bloom's imprint um, with regard to the study of literature so those are as I'm sure you're all aware, um, kind of they set the standard in terms of the content and authoritative reference that they represent. There's also a lot um, within the collections for um, middle, especially high school, and we even have some elementary, upper elementary level content contained in these uh, collections. So. The collections themselves, as you're probably all aware, tend to fall into broad subject categories. And we're going to review that as we go through here. Um, but I did want to make a couple of just general observations about the platform. First of all, um, here's the reference access URL for really getting to the ebook selections, which here are called the ebook menu, and the viewer to actually read the books. And then there is the separate admin portal, which we'll have a look at toward the end of today's session, which really is for the administrative users and has to do with, um, you can just get information about the ebook collections. You can um, get mark records from there and um, just find various other customization capabilities for your accounts. Um, as this slide says, there is one platform. The platform is exactly the same whether you're buying one individual title, um, our subject collections, or the subscription to the master collection, which is for your type of institution, the complete range of all of the content published on this platform from all of the InfoBase Learning imprints. 
The browse options, again, we'll look at live in a few moments, but this is just to um, point out a couple of things about how they're delivered. Again, I will, I will go to the live platform in a few moments. Um, there are various ways of sorting to filter the thousands of titles available to make it easier to browse. And of course, you can also search across your entire holdings. Or you can access the a particular ebook direct by mark record, and that will bypass this entire platform interface. Um, here are some of the ways that you can actually search for particular titles, pages, chapters, etc. Um, again, we will look at that as we go through. And um, for our um, attendees this afternoon who are in the K-12 arena, please note that we do also offer a standards-based search of the platform. This is just a kind of capsule of what happens when you are in the ebook viewer itself, where, when you're actually at a specific title level. And again, um, with the table of contents on the left instead of the general collection taxonomy, um, you're able then to do a number of different operations within the specific title. A number, an increasing number of our titles are going to be delivered in EPUB format, which will allow for expanded functionality. And um, the default for the moment is that most of the titles are in PDF format. And um, they have an alternative view, if you want to use it, of HTML. So that is the kind of quick and easy overview. Let's now go into the platform itself and see how all of these things actually work out. So we mentioned that there is a choice of how to view the titles here. And this is a good example. As you see here, we have the thumbnail, um, what they call the grid view by default, which actually is illustrating the covers. And it tells you something, I think, about the book itself, even at that level. However, if you prefer to just see more titles on the page, you can go straight to the list view. And then here you are, as you can see, um, you're able to customize the number of titles that is being displayed on the page. So if you go up to 25 here, the list is going to get you that far. And then it, you can just scroll down page by page from there, as you can see. Um, the grid view, which I'll just switch back to, does give you somewhat more detail about the the book, as you can see, it, up to get the detail, you just go straight to the table of contents, or you get the abstract of what this particular book is covering. If there are reviews or any other pertinent information, that will also appear there. And again, you have the choice of either closing the details or you can just hide them like that. And clicking on the title will get you straight into the table of contents, which will then take you further inside the ebook viewer. 
But if you are still at the level of just wanting to comb through your holdings, you have two main ways of doing it. You can search the ebooks with a particular search term, or you can filter by subject, which we'll look at next. I just wanted to make a couple of other um, comments about if you know that you have you want titles from a specific author, you can sort in order of author, you can sort by recency of publication, or you can sort by recency of the title having come onto the eBooks platform, which is the date added, as well as alphabetically by title. So as you can see now that I've come alphabetically by title, up comes an entire other set of titles that we have. Now you'll notice that I'm this is giving me a total of 59 titles. That is because I have already chosen to focus on the books for young readers. Um, as we have, I know, at least one elementary school um, participant this afternoon. So here is our is the beginning of the list of 59 titles for young readers. However, I could of course have started with any subject or just all subjects altogether. So as you can see, this is now sorting by the date of publication. So this is going to be the most recently published. And um, I can of course change that to title and That's the same list, but just automatically in a different order. Now, suppose, though, that I'm a teacher, and what I really am interested in is a specific subject area. So maybe I'm interested in ancient history, and specifically ancient history of the Americas. So I can just filter down in the way that you're probably well used to, um, looking through a, what some people call a topic tree, just a hierarchy of um, categories and subcategories into which these titles are falling. Here you go. Um, again, I have a certain amount of information right up front. So we have the particular titles, contents here. And um, as you can see, we have the title itself and the various editions of it, as you can see, both shown here. And a couple of titles from the same series shown here. Let's look actually in date of publication. And again, you're seeing the same titles just rearranged differently. Some of the larger subject areas, such as, for example, science and technology, you have the generally curriculum-related or course coverage-related subject divisions within them. And then again, you're going down to 
the title level. But if you want to actually search rather than just kind of browse, supposing there's a specific topic that you want information about, for example, volcanoes. So search volcanoes, and you have a couple of ways of accessing the content from there, whatever your collection or your purchase title may be. As you can see, you can pull up automatically a list of actual titles that have the word volcano in them. As you can see, it's just um, taking the word volcano as a root. And then when you select a title, it will go straight to that book. Alternatively, you can set, select um, from searching the full text and enter the same word. And now what you're finding is results across all subjects um, with the actual pages where the word volcano occurs. And you can see they're actually done by the specific title and then going to the direct page. In this case, the order of displaying the results is by relevance, but you can also show the same results by title. So a brief history of Bolivia, and that's where volcano is there. Now, some search terms could actually come up in a number of different contexts. For example, you might be studying about volcanoes um, from the scientific point of view, or you might be studying about them in the context of geography and culture. So you actually can filter the search results and limit them to a specific subject area. So these are the results um, searching across all titles, but specifically from the science and technology subject. And you can see you have the title and you can see what the page is, and you can get the abstract of the, um, the context in which the term is found with a link right into that page. And when you go into the page, here you are, and then you're right in the middle of the book. You can see you're on page 153 of, page, of 230 pages total. You can then proceed to read right along within the book, or you can leave that once you've found out what you wanted to know and go back to the list of search results and go further. So here, as you can see then, you have the list of titles within which these, this term is found. So again, all titles in science and technology, and then you can actually limit within that to specific subtopics. This is the title Earth Science, and as you can see, there are a lot of um, results from here, predictably, 
and you can get to any page directly and then continue reading from there. So that basically is the search of these books. Now let's look at actually a way into them, not by searching, but simply by navigation. If you come to them through the taxonomy here, or just directly from the top. So here is your table of contents in the center portion. Then you have a number of functions available to you inside the book itself. First of all, there's a search that will let you just limit your results to what is inside this particular title. So this is the American novel, second edition. Um, maybe I want the word Salinger. Okay, so here you have all of the results, again, within this particular title, sorted by relevance, but you can also sort in page order since you're within this specific title. You can then, of course, access any result straight by clicking. And as you can see, the result is highlighted. And in this case, you actually have the option to turn the highlighting on or off. It will remember if you turn the highlighting off that you wanted this particular term. So it will, if you decide to re-enable it, just turn it back on again. And as you can see, you can go to the previous chapter, next chapter, etc., etc. The title information is giving you the full title, the month and year it was published, the author, ISBN, what imprint it's for, and also the age level it is, and a Dewey number. Then there are various other things you can do with each of these, by the way, you can actually expand them or contract them again so that you can read farther down the page. You can print this. You can also bookmark it, although to have a bookmark persist, you need to create an individual account. This is an individual user account, not an admin account. As you can see, it's very easy to do that. Create a personal account with a username and password. Um, and then we just need your email address so that we can send you um, your password if you happen to forget it. So um, it's very easy. We never use your email address or your user's email addresses for any other purpose just to access your own bookmarks. If you want the direct URL for a particular page, that is always available and it will persist. So you can highlight that and then copy it. We also offer citation information and that is available in your choice of Chicago Manual Style or MLA for the entire collection.
for anything that is part of a collection, a subject collection, or an individual purchase, we also offer the ability to download direct from this title a particular title, page, whatever, but that does not apply to titles that are purchased through subscriptions. But for subscriptions, no download option is available. Also, um, in this particular case, this being an EPUB title, you have a choice of reading, what they call reading style, which is actually simply the reading font, which appears. And you can boost or reduce the size also. And we also offer for these EPUB titles interface with any one of the 53 languages that is supported by Google Translate. So if I want to translate this into Spanish, as you can see, this is a real-time translation into Spanish with the original text in a hover. And it also offers you to con the opportunity to contribute a better translation if you so choose. So meanwhile, I'm going to go back to the original English just because I don't speak Spanish as well as I do English. And um, that kind of completes the show of what is available on the utilities, if you will, from any of these specific EPUB titles. You can, as you can see, hide the utilities or just go straight down the list of contents with them. Once you're actually in a chapter, you can expand that to full page width here. You can go back to the table of contents anytime at a click. And as I think you saw, you can navigate to the previous chapter or the next chapter and, of course, just continue sequentially. So I'm going to close out Google Translate for the moment and just look at some of the other things that we offer as part of the platform. There is a dictionary and you can search that for a definition. Um, let's see what happens if I just put in narrator since that's a term here. No dictionary results for that particular term, but there is a basic student dictionary. And then you do have a fast access to my bookmarks, which is what this is, if you have already established an individual user account. So for the moment, I'm just going to go um, back to the top page again and 
kind of regroup. We have already seen the difference between the EPUB and the PDF versions of content here, but I just want to go over that a little bit again in the PDFs. Yeah, this is a one of the PDF format. As I've said, that um, increasingly you're going to find more and more of the EPUBs in contrast to the PDFs. But these PDFs do offer you the choice of seeing the same content in HTML or in the PDF, which is actually the image of the original print page here. And again, you get very easy to page straight through from one page to another. So having now gotten at least an overview of the function of the platform and the basic ways of delivering the content, whether by individual title for purchase or subject collection or subscriptions to the entire um, content set as opposed to a specific subject collection, subscriptions, by the way, including updates to the content, um, but not including the capability to download the content. Let's just have a quick look at the admin platform. So this is the first page that you come to when you've given your admin credentials. And as you can see, um, it's going to anthologize the top 10 titles from your particular collection. Um, you'll have any notifications or recent messages relative to your account. Um, it's highlighting your account's most read book and the usage summary giving you con uh, contact information both for customer service and for tech support and a list of the titles most recently added to your account as you can see. You also have the option to get your usage statistics, change your account settings, look at the downloads that have been created. As you can see, it's just generating the download record here. Access the mark records, which are customizable by account. Get data for specific titles, which you can then print or export to an Excel file. Access the various usage boosters or simply get help. In this case, it's actually going through and collecting title data on this um, large account, which has data on every title that we publish in this format. So that's why it's taking a little bit of time to do that. But once again, MARC records are available and um, they, they are customizable according to the specific account. If you need more information on that particular subject, I'll be happy to get you over to um, somebody who knows much more about that than I do. Um, but just recapping now, again, the main points of access for this platform, searching title 
or the full text search, we also have an advanced search capability, which I'll show you. Um, just again, title or full text here, um, but also searching by author and searching by series title. So if you know that you had, for example, a series in print and you want to see what's available um, from the ebooks collection of that particular series, um, you can just put in the series title and then search. You can also limit your results by imprint. As you can see, these are the entire list of imprints from Bloom's, Chelsea House, Facts on File, Ferguson's, etc. Um, and you can also search by year of publication. Again, this is all in the advanced search area. To get back to the home page, all you have to do is click on the banner here, and you're back where we began. So I know this is a lot of information in a relatively brief time. I do thank you again very much for joining us this afternoon. If I can be of any further help, please don't hesitate to email me with any questions. And um, I hope this helps you get um, the most possible out of your ebooks content. Again, thank you very much for joining us and this will conclude today's webinar.